It's in the game podcast. Denicio, my man, how you doing? Randy, what it is, as usual, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I'm here to talk some ball. A lot to discuss, as usual. And uh, I'm going to give it to you raw and real, like always. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Raw and real, like always. (laughs) I mean, how how do I follow up that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> listen, hey man, listen. You you gotta keep it keep it real. Last last show, I got I got eight alive because of my uh, choices in in basketball players. I got eight alive on on, on Twitter and, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. So says you. Um, but listen, folks. Denicio shoots is the handle. D e n i c i o shoots, uh, plural. Uh, hit me up if you feel that I am so bad in what I'm speaking about. Let me know why. I don't care whether it's good, bad, or otherwise. I just need to hear why. That's all. Holla at the kid. Um, I guess we'll start there. First of all, you can uh, follow me and, and Denicio on Twitter. And Instagram at Randy J. Cruz and Denicio Shoots. Uh, give us a shout. You can find the podcast on both SoundCloud and iTunes, soundcloud.com slash cruise control podcast. And give us a like, uh, download, comment, subscribe to us. We do this every week. Uh, we definitely appreciate the support. Um, real quick, I know there's a lot to get to, but since you already mentioned the all star rosters, me and you did our drafts last week. Um, I had Team LeBron. You had Team Curry. And some fans who follow us, you know, heard, number one, heard the podcast. Thank you. And two, they really they really gave it to you where they did not agree with your choices. And it was more like a landslide uh, defeat on, on your end because many thought that my team was a better roster. And in, in real life, LeBron picked... Eight of the twelve people that I picked, so you know, great toot your, toot your own horn, why don't you? Great, toot, great, toot, toot, toot. great minds do thing alike. Um, but but to give out the official roster, I know uh, we have we have a couple injuries, so um, the official roster from LeBron's side was LeBron, Cousins, and Davis, Kevin Durant, Kyrie. Uh, Aldridge, Bradley Beal, um, Kevin Love, Oladipo, Porzingis, and Westbrook. Now, what I'm seeing is he 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 did pick Cousins and John Wall. Now, the reason why I paused because I did see Paul George and Andre Drummond on here, so I'm assuming they pick Andre Drummond to replace. Mr. John Wall. So I did not know that until right now. That's why I, that's okay. why I paused. Um, so okay. Cousins and Wall are out. Drummond and Paul George are in. So um, I kind of figured it would be Drummond. I, I think it came down to you know him, Kimba, and, and somebody from Miami because Miami is fourth in the Eastern Conference. Maybe they, they would have got Drogic or Whiteside. But uh, with Drummond averaging 15 and 15... I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, it's, it's kind of difficult to not go that route. Okay, so Stephen Curry, Team Curry has Giannis, DeRozan, Embiid, Harden, Butler, Draymond, Al Horford, Dame Lillard, Kyle Lowry, Clay Thompson, and Carl Anthony Towns. So, um, what did you Man. what do you make of the official rosters for both LeBron and, and Curry? Okay, two two things. Let's touch base on first of all my initial my initial uh, roster roster that I picked. Now, for those that you know, those who want to get on me about it, look, I'm just picking the roster straight up, not looking to actually maybe win the game. I'm picking this roster to be petty. I figured once LeBron picked KD, I'm picking Kyrie just to be petty because. Kyrie left Cleveland because of LeBron. So, having stated that, that's the reason why. And the only mistake I can really honestly say was me not picking up James Harden. That was probably the only mistake I can look at. Other than that, I was just picking to, you know, after the Kyrie pick, it was just a matter of getting the uh, the petty the petty level as high as possible. Now, we, having stated that, yeah. 
having stated that, this roster, uh, I mean, I like the new, the new, the, the additions. It's, it's tough break, tough break on Boogie. The Achilles, the Achilles uh, situation is tough. Obviously, John Wall has not having knee scope. That's going to be tough. So, um, you know, the starting five besides but Boogie was a starter, wasn't he? Uh yes. Yeah, Boogie was a starter. So you know, besides, I was going to say besides the starting five. Uh, and John Wall wasn't a starter, so the the, the five with Curry is, is good. The only difference is um, LeBron is losing, is gaining Paul George. I don't even know Paul George is going to be a starter. He's gaining Paul George, but losing um, Boogie. But it should be entertaining because there's balance. So I, I, I'm I'm happy there's balance in this. You know, all-star game, because clearly something had to be done with the shift of all the great players going to the West. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's um, you know, on paper, people are going to say LeBron has the better roster. I mean, it is an all-star game. Curry has a lot of smaller guys with shooters. So in an all-star environment, it's not about bigs and, you know, shot blockers and defense. And also, too, you, you mentioned that before. Sorry for cutting you off. I apologize. But I want to make this perfectly clear to those that were attacking Denisio the King online. I want to make this perfectly clear. The game is not about, about the bigs. Like, once people was like, oh, you have KD, LeBron, and Boogie and AD, it's over. I'm like, wait, did we just forget that the game is predicated on shooting and staying out on the perimeter who gives a crap if you have the bigger players we're not worried defensively about that because you you'll score your two versus my three right then you have to understand when you defend me now you're at my mercy because once i get off a of half court with my shooters Kyrie, with my shooters curry all i gotta do is pull from anywhere and you'll be in trouble. You can't hand check me. I'll go around you. So the game is built for the guards. That's why when people were attacking me for picking guards, I'm looking like, wait a minute. Do these people know that the game has changed? So, please, the the, the lineup is uh, the lineup is awesome, and I can't wait. Yeah, man, can't wait. Um, little, I wouldn't say I'm I'm surprised, but you know, Le- LeBron picking Kyrie and having Durant and Westbrook on the same roster, you know two different scenarios where you, you, you hopefully you can repair and amend uh, relationships, but uh, should be fun, the should F, be entertaining. Who gives F about relationships, man? It's a damn freaking all-star game. It, it, the relationships mean absolutely nothing, to be honest with you. Mending, oh, you were, you're referring to clearly Westbrook and... Um, Durant. Durant. Oh, we could be cute for a day or two. <laughs> oh, it's a weekend, it's a weekend, right? Yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We'll, yeah. we'll be cute. We'll be cute. If I see you in the playoffs, I'm cutting your neck off. That's all. Uh, I'm stepping on your foot. I'm untying your shoes. I'm doing whatever it takes come playoff time. You want to be cute for the the weekend? Maybe. I don't know. To me, maybe Westbrook is even super, you know, super petty. Maybe he doesn't even acknowledge uh, KD. Maybe he just keeps it straight up basketball. Who knows? Yeah, man. Should be fun. All Star Weekend in LA. The the rosters are officially done. Hopefully next year. It'll be televised because when LeBron and Curry were, were doing this, this uh, selection, they even said themselves, hey, man, that was fun. This should have been televised. But So hopefully it'll be televised next year. Um, but I guess we go on to the bigger story in, in the NBA for the last two days. Blake Griffin gets traded from the L.A. Clippers. He's now going to the Detroit Pistons. Um, don't have the, the people in front of me, but I think it's Tobias Harris, Avery Bradley, a um, Bogon, whatever his last name is, uh, first and second round pick to LA for Blake, Bryce Johnson, and Willie Reed. So now Blake is in Detroit with Drummond and Stanley Johnson and Reggie Jackson, whoever else they have on the roster. Now the Clippers seem to, uh, according to Doc Rivers, are not in a rebuilding mode. They still feel like they can. <laughs> I, I, I guess complete for uh, complete for a playoff. That was the press release you read. That was the press you read. <laughs> That's what he said. Like he's he's not. They're not really in a rebuilding process. They they got some young talent. They're gonna you know I guess build through the draft. But that's right now because I I hear they also want to unload DeAndre Jordan and Lou Williams. Now if they do that, that's when I would say you're 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 starting that rebuilding mode. Uh, but they get. Tobias, they get Avery Bradley. Um, 
they get they still got DeAndre there, Lou Will, Pat Beverly, Gallinari still injured. Uh, it's, it's it's you know, it ain't Lob City no more. No Chris Paul, no Blake, uh, no Reddick, no Jamal Crawford. A lot of veterans are now there no more. Um, how surprised were you that Blake one was traded after signing a five year deal in the summertime, and two, he gets traded to Detroit, which I'm kind of happy that that a, a Western Conference uh, All Star caliber player is now coming to the East after we lost Paul George, Butler, and, and Melo to the West. I'm glad you asked. Let's unpack this, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Now. Originally, when I heard the story that Blake was getting tra- Blake got traded, I was like, "Oh wow, w- what happened?" Then I went into my f- folder of history of what Blake has put the LA Clippers through. Now, if I recall correctly, and I'm going back maybe a couple of years, so I recall a Blake Griffin getting so angry at a dinner because the team was playing well without him that he decked a person a person a person that was a part of the LA Clippers uh team management. Is that that correct? You've heard you heard that yeah, story? I know. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken he broke his hand. Yeah, when he punched him or something like that he broke his punched hand. Punched him and broke his hand. So and this, is a, this was a, a supposedly a well-liked person on the team that got punched. And it's not like, and from what I remember, the guy went, at, like, Blake went to go after him. It wasn't like the guy stood there and said, oh, here's Blake, here's a 6'10 freak, let me antagonize him. No, the guy, from what I heard, the guy left, and Blake went after him. So we have that. Then we have Blake coming back, and I'm, you know, I'm excited because I'm like, oh, it looks like he developed a three-point shot. Oh, that should help his game out tremendously. Great. No problem. Then I'm seeing these you know, games where he's just all over the place. He's just uh, arguing with the refs. He's not playing to his full potential. And then the big brouhaha with uh, Houston happened where he, he, you know, he got ejected for... for like looked like he was about to fight Ariza. Then he literally went to play dodgeball and almost hit a ref the other day. I think Doc Rivers sat funny. back and said, all right, are we beating Golden State? No. No. Will we make the playoffs with this team? Maybe. 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 But if, but if we don't and we have all this talent, I'll get fired. Right. So before this happens, this is what we'll do. We'll we'll go to management. Well, I am Doc Rivers is, if I'm not mistaken, a coach and a GM. I think he gets he has two titles. Yeah. So he just goes to management and says, "Look, I'm at my wits wit end with Blake. To rap, I want to get rid of him. Uh, so you know, I think we should just uh, go with the youth and." Uh, see if we can make the playoffs. And because it makes sense and because they're shedding, uh, you know, I don't know how the, the, the numbers work with, you know, the 171 versus the players that are coming over. I don't know if they're saving money, et cetera. Um, but obviously they had to do it to, to match the salaries. But Blake leaving L.A., the L.A. Clippers, was uh, pretty much a save, a save move for the job of Doc Rivers. Now, him going to Detroit, being paired with Dream, uh, excuse me, with Andre Drummond, and p- quite possibly Reggie Reggie Jackson if he's healthy. I like it. I love it. It brings balance back. Hopefully, Blake plays well uh, in Detroit. Uh, I, I do see a big on big kind of action between uh, Blake and uh, Andre that could actually develop. And I'm excited for the East to actually have some a little bit more of competition. Will will he be a um, also sidebar? I like the fact that the NBA changed the trading deadline. I believe they moved it up before yeah, the All Star break. So that that move is great. So now you have teams that can get settled before the break, and then go into the break with their new team. 
so I'm, I'm excited to see what Detroit looks like after this trade. And I'm excited to see what Doc Rivers does with this team and if he can get this team into the playoffs in the West, which I doubt very highly. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough because, you know, while you were talking, I was trying to find the standings and, uh, you know, the rosters. So right now, with this trade going down, the Clippers, I think I mentioned they were ninth earlier. But, yeah, so they're ninth. They're one game behind the eighth seed Denver Nuggets. The Detroit Pistons, who are playing the Cavaliers right now, are ninth. And I think... Two and a half behind the eighth seed, Philadelphia. So, I mean, they're right there. I know, and I think either way is going to take time for these teams to get acclimated, and it's not like they have much time anyway. So it's like no, right they here. don't. They don't have time. But I think the East is so weak that wait, wait, who's the who's who's right? Who's currently eighth? Philadelphia. And where's Charlotte? Eleventh. <laughs> the fact that Charlotte. Dwight Howard in Charlotte, and they're at 11. It's all because of Dwight Howard. No other reason. Really? Yeah. All on Dwight? Really? All on Dwight. I'm going to get to him in a second. Oh, man. I'm going to I'm gonna get on him in a second. I'm going to get on Dwight in a second. In terms of playoffs, yeah, no. All they need to do is go on a good run. Detroit, I'm referring to. They go on a good run. They can, they can sneak in. They're, they're 10th or 11th, I'm sorry. They're knife, and yeah, I'm not saying they can't sneak in, but it's yeah, like, hey, listen, yeah. you, you know, you, you, you have, you ain't got, you ain't get, uh, you don't have that much time. You're already forty plus games into this, so uh, maybe, maybe even fifty games, uh, twenty two and twenty six years. So they're they're fifty games in. So and and with the East, they they're. they're they're not as competitive as the Western Conference, but they're more competitive this year. Where you look from five on down, it, it, you know it can go either way with with Milwaukee, Washington. I think the Wizards are going to fall back a little bit, you know, without John Wall. Wizards um, are dropping. Wizards are dropping. Um, Milwaukee. Like they may drop out. They may yeah, drop they out. May, you never they know. They literally drop out of the playoffs based on how long. Indiana is number seven right now. Um, Milwaukee, I, they're three. No, I want to see how uh, long they can they can keep this up without Jason Kidd. They're getting Jabari Parker back, so we'll see about that. But um, I mentioned Dwight earlier. Listen, for Dwight to be for Dwight to be on that team and they're just underachieving is just uh, I mean, and, and, and yes. And you can say Nicholas Batum is stealing money at this point because he's not underperforming as well. He got his money and now he's not he's not uh, doing anything. So I get that. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's all on Dwight. I mean, I, I don't watch many Charlotte games, but I, Charlotte games. But to, to to put it majority or all on Dwight, I mean, uh, you know. Well, listen, Dwight and Nicholas, but more Dwight. I just uh, again, I was bringing up Dwight because I feel that. Once you, because obviously Dwight came from the west to the east, so I'm assuming when Dwight went over to Charlotte, it would take them at least, move them at least five, you know, five positions up, maybe, from where they are, or three positions, or two positions. But literally, they declined from when they got him last year. That's my issue. I'm like, how are you making the team worse by addition? To me, I think Blake added to Detroit makes them a better team. Um, and also, I think because Blake added a three-point shot, he won't bother, you know, Andre if he hovers around the rim. He'll give him enough space to operate. So I think it's a, it's a great pickup. Um, we shall see how long uh, it takes for that team to gel, uh, whether it's this, you know, this short season or whether it's, um, next year, uh, we've always seen teams get players midseason and and you know either do very well or do very bad and just go straight to the freaking lottery. So I get it. And uh, maybe like another week and a half, February 9th, Clippers at Detroit already. <laughs> uh, and did you hear also too? I heard that they, you know, the pitch for him to sign on again with LA Clippers. They did this whole. Uh, presentation of how they lifted his banner up into the the yeah. rafters because they wanted him to retire there, and I'm just like, wow. 
because what I also read was the fact that they they gave him an option said saying do you want the no trade clause or do you want the guaranteed fifth year in the contract which means more money so he and took then, more money and didn't take the trade clause he took more money he took the extra year thinking that he was going to retire um as a clipper and not have the no trade clause that that's why many superstars <laughs> Have oh, he, a no trade clause in their contract. Melo, LeBron, these guys. Oh, they, he thought he was that good. He thought that they that wouldn't they, trade him, and that's where it, uh, sometimes it just boils down to: listen, you're a commodity unless you have the opportunity to sign a no trade clause. Then you have leverage. Until then, you're a commodity. So if a, if a business wants to get more for you, they're going to do it, or they get tired of you. They're going to do it. Blake Griffin won war as welcome in L.A. Blake again. He he did not go back to the player that I saw. I think for maybe two weeks, to maybe two or three years ago in the playoffs, and, and maybe you'll remember it. I saw a player in the playoffs a couple of years ago called Blake Griffin. Now this Blake Griffin that I saw was averaging 30, 15, and like 8. 30, 30 points, 15 rebounds, 8 assists in the playoffs, if I'm not mistaken. A couple years back, I think this is the year that Chris Paul went down with an injury. I thought, I said, oh, this is the Blake that everyone, this is the Blake that needs to sign a $171 million contract. This is the Blake that we need to see. This is the Blake that we expect to see going forward. I think maybe I think he got a, he got an injury after that. I don't think it was the injury with his hand or whatever the case may be. Um, I think it was an injury in general with one of his knees or something, or maybe both of his knees. But he hasn't been the same since, and he's been a disappointment. So I can see where you know, as a business move, L.A. Clippers was like, "Hey, he's not taking us over the top, and he's not. He's actually making us worse." In terms of a team, let's get let's get rid of him. So, good luck to Blake. Hope all is well, and uh, you know, hope your new your new um, cold environment um, makes you um, you know realize that hey, you know, uh, you had a great in LA. No, I, I think before the injury this year, um, he was putting up those those MVP type numbers. If you go back to all the games he had before the injury this year, and the record. And the Clippers were like, they were in the top three, top four for a while. The once Blake got hurt, then it was downhill from there. Then it got, and then Gallo got hurt, which he's you know notoriously hurt. But he was getting the twenty five and the eights and the sevens, and this is what he was. You know, you don't expect the high flying dunking Blake Griffin no more. You you still get that. Uh, you know what I call? You know what I call Danilo Gallinari? What Gallo? Gallo. No, I don't. I don't call him Gallo. You know what I call? I used to call when I used to play basketball, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thirty, forty, fifty years ago. When I used to play basketball, there was a guy, and Randy may know this. He may not. We shall see. There was a guy, unfortunately, that played that I played with on the team that would always be hurt. I'm talking. He would always hurt himself. Whether it's he would take a charge, hurt himself. He would set the screen, hurt himself. He would run up the court, hurt himself. We started calling him Ambulance. Danilo Gallinari, a.k.a. Gallo, is, his new name is called Ambulance. Like, he is guaranteed not to ever go through a year without an injury. And I don't know if that's brittle bones. I don't know if that's how they make them in, in, you know, in Italy. I don't know. But he's, he's, he's you know, he's fragile. But uh, you know, hopefully he he takes some creatine and gets gets a little strength in his body. Yeah, and I think you know, I it'll be very interesting to see Blake with Detroit. See how that see how that pans out, especially from the guard standpoint, where you know Drummond and Blake need need to be fed the ball from from the guards uh, with Tobias and, and Avery Bradley. Uh, being now going to the Clippers, and as someone even said, "Hey, Avery, you know, Avery Bradley can now be traded back to Boston if that was to ever happen, because he, you know, 
he couldn't get traded back to Boston when while he was in the, in Detroit because Bradley's name was being up for trade discussions. I think either yesterday or the day before that teams were looking to trade him, trade for him, and um, Detroit was getting is the some- Avery Bradley situation where it is because of his injury. I feel like his injury is not allowing him to play well, which is making uh, which was clearly. You know, Detroit um, didn't appreciate. Um, you know, I don't know if it's an injury, kind of like a um, Isaiah Thomas thing, where you know he's not at a hundred percent, but they're expecting him to be. So I don't know if that's the situation that happened. Yeah, over and they know it's so funny. A, a team like like the Thunder now with Robeson out, a team like the Thunder, they get like an Avery Bradley type guard at the two. Uh, you know, I'm not saying championship, but at least that's that's the kind of guard that they would need. Because I think he's better than Robeson, uh, can shoot, oh. can score better than Robeson. Because Robeson just just can't yeah, score I don't at think all. They, no, I, I think they'll they'll be fine. Because I like Ferguson. I like. I think it's. I think that's his last name. The, the, the rookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Australia. I love his game. I think they'll be fine. I, I was screaming for them to start him over Robeson before Robeson got hurt. I was screaming, I'm like, he should be starting. Robeson's defense isn't, I give it a, a C plus, if that. It's not an A plus to where he's so good defensively that he's allowed to be an offensive liability every time down. Where, I mean, literally, Russ, Mello, and Paul uh, Paul George can only look to Adams to shoot the ball if he's around. They, they'll look at Robeson and just keep dribbling. Like, okay, I'll just take this contested shot because he's not going to hit this shot from three points. He, should, he is shooting 20. He was, excuse me, prior, prior to injury. He was shooting 22% from three-point line. 22%. Yeah. And he's a professional basketball player. That is Pathetic. So, if OKC wants to go far, they better start Ferguson call it a day. Yeah, or if they want to go far, they better get a better two guard than what they have now. And better, they gave up Oladipo. Now he's a freaking all star. So like that, I don't get it. I don't. I don't. It's amazing. Get it. I don't get why Oladipo's doing better. Cancer is doing better now with with uh, with New York. No, Cantor Cantor was always McDermott. good OKC. When Cantor was on OKC, OKC led. Uh, I think re- it was rebound efficiency. They were number one, and I think the Knicks are n- number. They're they're like t- the top five now, all because of Enos Cantor. He's an offensive rebounder that, and or and defensive rebounder. They, he re- they rebound. He rebounds very well. Um, but in terms, like I said, in terms of OKC, I think they'll they'll be fine. They just need a consistent two guard offensively, and uh, they need to show up their bench. They, they think they've gotten better with their bench, but they they should be all right. Yeah, um, and then you know to your point earlier that with the trade deadline being moved up to being uh, prior to the All Star game, I think I think that's better because usually most guys get traded after the All Star game. Like that that one year, Melo played for the Western Conference, and a week later, oh, he, now he's a, a New York Nick, and it's like you know do you know try your best to do, to do the deals before the trade deadline. You never know. I think we're just a Maybe two, two more weeks, maybe two and a half weeks, right? Until the All Stars. So you know, Blake Griffin's the the first big name to to be traded. Um, I did see somewhere. Give me a second. That um, that many of the big name players who were on a team at the end of the NBA Finals last year are no longer with their team. Not sure if you've seen it, but hey, here we go. Notable former All Stars who have changed teams since the end of the 2017 NBA Finals, right? So, obviously, Blake Griffin's one of them. Carmelo, Jimmy Butler, Vince Carter, Paul George, Gordon Hayward, Dwight Howard, Kyrie Irving, Brooke Lopez, Dwayne Wade, Isaiah Thomas, Jeff Teague, Derek Rose, Rajon Rondo, Zach Randolph, Chris Paul, Victor Oladipo, Jameer Nelson, Paul Millsap. Jeez. Crazy, right? Wait, you said... Where's Paul Millsap playing? Paul Millsap is Denver. Oh, that's why I'm not hearing a lot about him. Damn, 
Because you don't see Denver on Denver on TV. No, you're really right because they're really where where's Denver, Denver where are they uh where, are they even are they in the playoffs? Right now they're 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 eighth. They're eighth, yeah. They're eighth. Still, they may sneak in. They may. Sneak they in. might. They might. They, they got a good young roster. Him, the the, the Plumley, the Gary Harris. Um, they got um, oh, what's the big guy's name? Not is it Nurkic? Nurkic? No, it's um. Joe, Joe, Jokey, Jokey, yeah, the Joker, Jokey, yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, Wilson Chandler, um, who's the other guy? Kenneth Reed, Will Barton. So. Yeah, they got, a, they got, a, they got, they got, they got some, they got some players over there for sure. And Trey Lyles, Moutier. So, you know, listen, if they if they make the playoffs, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked. I just, I just want you to do me one favor because you were, you, you were, you were sleeping on them earlier, months ago, and I said the Minnesota Timberwolves. Will be a playoff team, but you tell me. Well, yeah, they can they can get there, but it's what do they do when they get there? But I'm telling you right now, they're looking pretty good right now, fourth in the Western Conference. But you know what's so funny? The Thunder, who had a slow start, are just half a game behind fourth in the Western Conference. But it wasn't looking too good with Paul George and Melo being there and mixing with with with. Uh, with uh, Westbrook, and now they're one uh, a game, a half game behind fourth, and now if they get that one piece to replace Roberson at the two guard, I'm not saying an all star, but they get someone valuable um, that could change a lot because now your top four will be Golden State, Houston, San Antonio, and OKC, and not Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I think. Um you know, listen. Minnesota on paper looks great. I just can't stand watching. Um, the other night, I watched them play Golden State, and Wiggins had like shots like two for fifteen. I just it's inc- Wiggins is too inconsistent for me for me to really stamp that team going far in the playoffs. But yeah, they they have a playoff roster, sure. They have the playoff roster, so we'll see. But you know, it, second round bounce. Your first round bounce, we'll see. Uh, I, you know, it's on, on paper. You you'll make a good playoff run, but that's that playboy. Mm. But now, oh, but, but now, let me ask, let me ask you this. Now, with Demarcus Cousins being out for the whole year, and right now New Orleans is is number six in the Western Conference, tied for the six with with with, uh, with Portland. Um, can can they maintain? Staying in that range to hold off a playoff spot, or do you feel like they might even drop out with without the Marcus playing the rest of the year? Uh, where are the Pelicans right now? Uh, tied for sixth, along with Portland. And this, and the crazy thing is, just like they said, or I believe, um, I think AD said it. He was like, "Yo, we were just getting," and I, they were just getting it. Yeah, they were. They were just getting it. They were starting to learn each other and learn where to go, where not to go. They were learning each other, and it was becoming beautiful to watch them play because they both could do exactly the same thing. Shoot threes, post, mid-range game. They're great passers. They all they both complement each other very well. It's just so just unfortunate that Boogie um, towards Achilles. Um, well, in reference to... They're sixth. They are sixth right now. They're not. They're, I'm going to say they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to fall out. Eighty is not. Eighty is not enough for them to keep moving. Now, even with Tyreek Evans playing the way he's playing, consistent, I don't think that's enough. I think you know Boogie being there, that's enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's enough for AD to hold them down. I don't believe they made the playoffs last year with just AD. Right. No, they 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 did not, and then plus they got Demarcus late. They got after Demarcus the late, game. and they still couldn't make a push. But you know, they may have been too far back. But yeah, so yeah, it's gonna be another another season where AD is not in the playoffs, man. It just is what it is. Uh, maybe next year he makes it. Maybe next year they they come out like you know, um, they come out strong, and, and, and you know, they maybe they they draft some players because you know AD needs help. Yeah, and, and plus the fact that Demarcus was going to be a free agent this year. You know, contract year, and now I, it's crazy how you you just kind of know teams are gonna 
be weary of giving him a long-term deal now with the injury. And, and I don't know why. As a center, I hope as, not. as a guard, I that makes not. sense. Like when it happened to Brandon Jennings, I was like, okay, they're gonna try. They're gonna try. You know, mess with his money because the Achilles is you know clearly an injury for a guard. And Achilles knees and you know it's an issue. But for a big man, Achilles Achilles means absolutely nothing because again, Boogie is not the type of guy to jump over you. No, he'll he'll just he'll just run through you. Yeah, he's gonna run through you. He's and he developed a three point shot. He has a mid range game jump shot. So he's not you know he's not gonna he's not like AD. AD's athletic. He's gonna you know probably you know it would more it would affect AD more you know as a big than it would affect uh, Boogie or Marcus. So guys that are just rum you know big and rumbling. But, you know, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Zach Randolph got his Achilles, Achilles, I think he tore his Achilles, came back and he was fine because his game is predicated on staying on the ground, positioning, yeah. pushing people out, and, uh, you know, obviously offensively it's not, it's not, um, you know, athleticism. So, yeah, man, uh, Pelicans, are, Pelicans are in trouble. Now, you know, even earlier today, uh, I'm pretty sure you've seen it, they, they were trying to get Miritich from Chicago, and at one point, it was it was strong discussions and close to to an agreement. I think one time I saw agree, but where uh, when's when's the uh, when's the uh, deadline? I, uh, the the exact date you're gonna you're gonna have to give me. Well, a say, well you're saying it's before you're saying before the All Star game. games the 13th. Say again. Before the All Star game. Yeah, the All Star games the 13th. So we got a couple of days. So. You know, there's going to be talk, but yeah, Meritage isn't staying in Chicago. He's not staying the supporters. He can say whatever he wants. He can say they'll 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 be fine. That's not the case. He wants to be traded. He wants to get as far away from that black man as possible. Well, I don't, and I don't blame him. February eighth is the trade deadline, so that's really. I thought it was two weeks, but you're looking at next week. Next week. Uh, yeah, February 8th, I think that's... Yeah, we got, we got seven days. Seven days enough. Seven days Next Thursday. Time. Next Thursday. Next, we got enough time. We've, we've seen, we've seen people get, we've seen four, five teams be affected. Same day of the trading, to, like before midnight, we've seen five, four teams, they'll just go on a, go on a flurry. I guess, you know, it's a negotiation, uh, tactic, uh, which clearly is, is, um, underst- understandable. Um, but, uh, yeah, Meritich is gone. Um, who would I mean, even, even who would I like to see Meritich? I, I, shit, I like to see Meritich go to freaking the Knicks. Yeah, but, 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 but New Orleans trying to get him. I think cause they're trying to have somebody, somebody replace A shooter. Uh, yeah, some replace, replace with Boogie has and, yeah. you know, obviously get a, get a shooter because they're going to be doubling AD all day. And then also there's still, uh, DeAndre out there, Lou Williams, which one? If you if you had to say, if you had to pick one that you know you you have a feeling that that will be traded uh, by the deadline, is it one of them or do you both are out? DeAndre or Nerich? No, DeAndre and, and Lou Williams from from the Clippers. Lou Williams, Lou Williams definitely before DeAndre. I mean, who's gonna who who doesn't need a twenty point score? The Thunder need one. <laughs> uh, who doesn't need a twenty point score? Literally, the, the Cavaliers the need one. Say again? The Thunder need one. The Cavaliers need one. Yeah, but the, the Cavs are going to get George Hill before they get Lou Williams. Now, also, real quick, what I what I saw earlier, that it was somewhere, someone credible, um, that it got, a, the, the, the George Hill to Cleveland deal got, hit, hit a bit of a snag because they wanted him to um, – Get a buyout in the event LeBron leaves, and there was something where Tyron Lue did not want to include Shannon Fry in the deal. Uh, so there you go. The deal was held up because of Shannon Fry. One of the reasons that that's that what I saw. That Tyron Lue did not want to include Shannon Fry, like Shannon Fry, the five-time All Star or something for George Hill. <laughs> um, Mm-hmm. Channing, Channing, Channing got the three-point game on Lockley. Channing got three-point game on Lockley. Maybe that's why. I don't why. know what. I don't maybe know what. I don't know. But what, like, I don't mind if you're gonna keep him, but then, 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 then play him more. 
if well, you're not no, playing he's only, him, he's only good for a situational situation. If you're not playing him, then then what are you doing? Same same thing with my Knicks. If you're not playing her, um, um, Hernan Gomez, and it's like, hey, if somebody wants wants him, uh, let let's talk. What do you well, got? Listen, you segued into the next. So I'm gonna just pick up what you just segued into. First and foremost, uh, they're not playing Hernan Gomez, and they're not playing um, um, Trevor Noah, aka uh, Joaquin Noah. So. If you're not playing either or, what benefit are what do they bring into your team? Like, if you are, are you saying you're going to develop them? So let's take it step by step. Hernan Gomez, he's younger. If you're not developing him and you're not letting him play, why do you have him? Oh, because he's Kristaps Porzingis' best friend. I see what you're doing. The next smart move now. In terms of Noah, you're not playing him, Jeff Hornacek, because you think he doesn't benefit you. I don't know if that's the case. There, there are many teams that play bigs that you need a defensive presence in there. You need somebody to get into the lane, block, you know, at least foul people, rebound, do something, change shots. Somebody that's going to protect KP. I think Noah can do that. Why he's not playing, I have no idea why. I don't know if it's a situation where... They think he's not going to bring anything. I don't know if they've seen him in practice, said he's done. Who knows? So the Knicks, they got till Thursday to figure something the hell out. Next week, Thursday, excuse me. Yeah, uh, I don't think they do any significant moves. Uh, you hey, can't... he wants some moves. What did KP say? A quote? Gave a quote. What did he say? Like, he said, I want, I want to, you know. Like basically, he don't want the Knicks, the Knicks to, to, to just stand there and do nothing by the trade deadline. Whether it's a minor move, big move. He just doesn't want want them to to not do anything. So, hey, I Randy, think, this is what I want you to do. I yeah. want you to tell KP. Sure. So he's listening. He's listening right now. Tell KP. While he's playing, yeah. That again. Yeah, he's listening while he's while he's playing Brooklyn right now. Go ahead. Well, well, no, well, it's recorded. He's gonna listen when he listens, right? <laughs> tell KP to call Melo and ask Melo how that worked when it was trading time, and Melo was like, "Hey." We could use some help. Hey, hey, ask, tell KP to call Mel, ask him how that worked. Well, it didn't work very well because that's why Melo is not on the Knicks right now. So that's why they haven't made the playoffs. And, and I'll give you a stat. They haven't made the playoffs in almost five years. And, and just imagine how quick that time went. When 2013, they were second in the Eastern Conference. They, they, they beat Boston in round one. Lost to Indiana in round two, but you, you fans think that, that that happened like two, three years ago. That's almost five. If they don't make it this year, it'd be five years of 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 no playoffs for New York. And it's like, man, like, like, and then you start asking yourself, like, man, are we not? Are we like not that good? No. We can't make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. No, you're not. You're no, you're not that good. You had a team. That probably technically would have been if it was kept together as constructed with a little bit moving pieces here and there, a little bit of youth, a little bit old. As it was constructed, fifty-four and eighteen doesn't seem too bad. Losing in the second, you said the second round of playoffs, right? Right. Losing in the second round of playoffs doesn't seem that bad when you can't even sniff the playoffs. All right. Well, there goes that. Yeah, and right now they're they're, they're ninth. I'm sorry, 10th in the Eastern Conference. Um, sidebar. Sidebar. Um, talking, back, talking back to your, your boy KP, um, I, I, he frustrates me. Great talent. He just frustrates me because he doesn't have – he's missing the – what I'd like to call the um, like killer, killer, killer instinct. And what I mean by that is if – I just saw a clip where – they threw the ball to KP, and it was KP uh, posting up on uh, Carroll. Do you know how tall Carroll is from the Nets? Six, 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 seven, six, eight. It's one of those three. I'm going to give him six foot four, six foot five. Because when I five. see him defend, I said six, eight. Uh, when I when I see him defend Le- LeBron James, he looked like a midget. So I'm going to give him. Six four six five. Okay, now uh, KP could not move this guy. He could not back him down, and I'm like, no, no, 
No. He ends up taking a turnaround jump shot and missing. I am like, these are the shots that piss me off. Because as a seven-footer, no matter how thin you are, there should be no reason why a six-foot-four guy forces you to make a, take a turnaround jump shot. That, that's all I'm at. That's all I'm at with that. Yeah. I, I was reading the, the, the Miritich Pelicans kind of deal that could have sent Omer Sheik in a future first-round pick to Chicago. And then you look at the Knicks who just don't have we, – we, we can't even get Miritich <laughs> on the roster. But when a guy like Kimber Walker is available, somewhat don't available. Don't get me started. Don't. We're not um, – Don't get the race. me started on listen, don't that. don't don't be shocked if the Knicks don't make a move. And I, and I, I'm, I'm talking, oh, I'm I'm talking about. Sorry. I know you're not gonna make a I'm move. I'm talking about money, a, a make significant move. I can move. put money on it. They're not going to make a move because they're jive turkeys. They are jive turkeys, and they don't want to be great. That's just the bottom line. You have the if you wanted to be great, you would literally pick up the phone, call up Mike, and say, Mike, listen, I know you said you didn't want uh, to trade Kemba. Sounded cute. Love it. Love your shoes, by the way. Got a got a couple pair. Uh, I'd like to uh, offer you uh, Hernan Gomez, um, Kyle O'Quinn, <laughs> and and Jared Trey Burke, <laughs> Trey Burke, Trey Burke for Kemba Walker. My, Michael would hang up when when you said did the, <laughs> he would have hung up when you said like. O'Quinn. Hernan Gomez, Young, O'Quinn. Uh, listen, it's Hernan. Let me tell you something. Hernan Gomez is better. Is a better option than your boy uh, Gil, Gilchrist. What has Gilchrist given you in the past three years? Oh no. Nothing. Michael Kidd Gilchrist, please give up on that project, bro. Uh, at least. Yeah, but the fact that said. the fact that Kimba's going to be a free agent next year, and if he remains yeah, in Charlotte. You, you, you think flat Kimba's out sign him. Even if Kimba's offered, I mean, is Kimba going to be offered hundred million? He, he might. You said offered. He might offered. get offered yeah, more offered than that. Yeah, hundred million. Yeah. And if so, if he's offered hundred million, would you stay in Charlotte when you can go to a bigger market? And and again, I broke this. I broke this down last episode. I said Knicks management. You have a guy who played in New York. You have a guy who literally excuse me, played in UConn, Connecticut. You got a guy who went to school in New York, in the Bronx. He's a home. He's homebred. Why not bring him home? Because it's trying perfect. to trying to get him here is the problem. Do I want Kimba on the roster? Absolutely. But what the Knicks don't want to do is trade a draft pick, trade young talent. Now I'm playing advocate here. They don't want to trade uh, a, a young talent or draft picks. And, and to get an all-star where they feel one, they can get him during the offseason next <laughs> summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and they not gut the roster. Case, and then because, what happens the next summer? Some Miami swoops in and says, "Come look, look at Miami. Look at this beautiful, look at this beautiful place. This is Pat Riley. Look at all these rings. Look at all these championships. And then you have no chance to get him because why? You, New York, you have... And this is what this is what Phil Jackson Phil Jackson assumed like oh well I'm Phil Jackson so they'll come and bow down to the rings bro. Besides being in a big market, besides being in New York, there's nothing else to pitch. With Kemba Walker, you have the inside track. He's home grown, so you literally have the inside track. You get to him as fast as you can. You get to him, get him on the roster, and then try to convince him then. Don't wait till next year where everybody gets to make a pitch. No, that's when you're going to lose. That's the problem with the Knicks. So if you're playing devil's advocate, I, I see what you're saying. Like, oh, well, we can get him for nothing. We can get him, but we have to get the roster. I'm like, bro. Because that's what happened with Melo. The same, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. And, and, and here's the difference. Here's the difference. Here's the difference. I mean, Knicks fans, I hope you're listening. Knicks fans, I hope you're listening. There was a guy in the organization, if I'm not mistaken, his last name was Walsh? Yeah. What was his first name? Donnie. Donnie Walsh, yes. And if I'm not mistaken, he was the GM, right? Yeah. No, no, I think he was the president of basketball operations. Either or, he, 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 he's the GM to me, no matter. He was the decision maker. 
Exactly. Before Mello got there, Donnie Wall said, we're not going to go after him, let's wait. Donnie Walsh was the only smart voice in the room. James Dolan came and superseded him, overruled him, and pulled the trigger anyway. So, listen, whether you have the gun or you shoot yourself in the face with it, I don't know which, which, which way you want to look at it. They, 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 they have, they've had opportunities to make the right move, and whether they, you know, whether they get you know, the, the owner of the basketball team comes in and blows it up. So maybe now at this point we have enough people in management where they can say, hey, we need a point guard of the future. We've been looking for a point guard of the future. KP's asking for point guard for the future. He's, he, he's begging, pleading, please help me get somebody that when I come off this pick and roll, I still don't have two players on me. Help. Solve that problem. And then go from there. Everything else is moot at this point. You don't need rebounding. You got that. You don't need shooting. You got, you know, your borderline got that. At this point, you need defense, and you need a point guard to run the offense. Kemba's that guy. Plus the fact that Charlotte wants to add in a bad contract. Like we, met, like, we met, like we mentioned last week, they wanted it's not just Kimba by himself. They want to throw in a bad contract, whether yeah, it's Batum or thing. Marvin Maybe, Williams, so let's just say whatever Kimba else. And Batum. Let's say it's Batum, okay? We've mixed have always taken on bad contracts. Let's continue the freaking, let's continue the freaking uh, 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 tradition. But like they don't want to do it no more. They don't want to do that no more. That's why, that's, why, that's why they did not even attempt to get Bledsoe. They don't want to, they don't want to do that. that's the problem. I don't understand. You, when they did it, they did it with players that didn't deserve it to be done for. Andre Bargnani. Please. Yeah, that, that, Please. That, that, that was, they that did was it. And, and listen, again, shoot yourself in the face. They look around to him out. Well, I'm shot in the face, and I shot myself in the face, so I'm not going to do that again. Listen, you already shot yourself in the face and you're still alive. Shoot yourself in the face on the other side of the cheek. In the freaking head. You've already done it already. At this point, you're doing it for all stars. That's the difference. Before you did it with freaking Andre Bonyani. Now you're doing it. For, I asked you to do it for Kyle Lowry. You said no. I asked you to do it for Eric Bledsoe. You said no. I asked you to do it for freaking <clears throat> Kemba Walker. You say no. So, I mean, listen. Knicks fans, while I sip, sip a little, sip a little something, hold on a second. Mouse getting parts, talking trash about the Knicks. Hold on. But you never know, man. We we got we got one week. You know why you drink real quick. We got one week to go. You never know what what could happen. Do, do they need to upgrade a point guard? Absolutely. People say Frank uh, Nilakin is a guy. Uh, I think no, he's still he's too two, young. He's two or three years away. Would two I three years away. if I can't get a deal for an upgrade? Would I keep him? Yeah. If I can get someone like now, now we're thinking astronomically aside from Kimba. If you told me Dame Lillard is available, oh yeah. I can't I can't ask you to go for the home run. No, I'm just saying. Can you get a triple? Like Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard more than likely would want out sooner or later. That's true. Dame Lillard is the home run. Kemba's the triple. Kemba gets you. Hey, I've seen plenty of inside the park home runs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, Kemba get, but Kemba gets you there. So with Kemba getting you there again, you have the inside track, and you're you you, you, you know uh, I'm adding all the I'm adding all the positives over and over again, and I'm just getting frustrated with things that I automatically know and see um, that will improve the Knicks. But I'm off the Knicks now. They annoy yeah, me. Yeah, me too. I just saw Jared Jack take a real bad shot, and I think that's the way we should end this show. That was terrible. I don't know what that was. <laughs> you know, I'm I mean, he's a good player, I but I mean, like, listen, the, the, the current state of the the current state of the NBA is guards. It's Curry's. It's Lillard. Yeah. It's John yeah, Wall. You're, you're picking, it's Kyrie. We don't have that. Brother. We haven't had that in a long time since freaking Marbury. You're picking. You're picking up on on it, my brother. You're picking up on it. Our point guard. The best point guard in New York is on the Brooklyn Nets. A point guard for the Knicks. Uh, I, let me just let me back up. Let me not say point guard. Let me just let me let me let me line it up real quick for you. 
for you gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone listening to the podcast, what up, though? Let me line it up real quick for you. Kemba Walker being on the Knicks makes everyone's job easier. Courtney Lee can sag to the to the wing and know for a fact he'll get open jump shots because Kemba will drive to the lane and attract a double team. And they played together in, in Charlotte too. If Courtney Lee still another here, another reason. Just keep adding to the reasons why I'm saying this is a no brainer, right? Then you have Kemba being able to call KP up to the top of the key, pick and roll, yeah, pick and roll. And now the other team is at a disadvantage every single time. KP is not going to get double teamed. I mean, KP is not going to be double teamed. He's going to be single coveraged every single time, and it's going to make his game ten times better. That's the that's the the, the overall uh, 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 advantage of getting an aggressive point guard in an aggressive guard league that we're in. This the, this is the advantage. Um, I don't, you know, I would even much, here's the funny thing too, here's even what's, here's, here's what's something to wait for. I would, I would call Lance Stevenson to run the one for the Knicks. Really? I, really? I would call Lance Stevenson, because at least I know what I get with Lance. He'll play D. I like Lance too. I like him. Yeah, listen, I know what I'll get with Lance. He's six foot eight. So you're not gonna you're not gonna have a he's not you know saying he's not a liability on defense. He plays D right, one, right. two. He knows how to pass. He's six foot eight. He's a six foot eight point guard. He'll pass. Be able to pass over guards. He's a quality shooter. He's not high volume clearly, but leave him open. He'll hit a shot. You know what I'm saying? This is and he's from New York clearly. But this is where I was like, yo, listen, think outside the box, New York. If you're literally looking to. Help KP. That's what I'm looking at. Help KP help himself. Enos is great. KP is great. Uh, I, I like um, um, I like the shooter um, McDermott. I like I like their pieces, but they they just just they're standing pat. It is what it is. Uh, we'll see, man. Hopefully, they make a a significant move. Um, I'll be shocked if they get a get a Kimba next week. But we'll if the see. Knicks, if the Knicks do a trade, I will buy you dinner. What do you mean, do a trade? Like just any trade? Like if they, the Knicks does anything, anything, I'll buy you dinner. So if they trade Ron Baker for cash, okay. that's it? Anything. <laughs> anything. This is, my, this is my point. Like, they're not going to do any. Let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let me narrow it down a little bit. They have to get a player in return. I want a player. <laughs> They're not going to do anything in terms of getting a player on their roster. I, if they do, I will buy you dinner. Of your choice. Of your choice. Oh, man. That bill, of your choice. That this, is what I'm, this, is how, this is how confident I am in the Knicks being so putrid, so silly in what they're looking to do with their team. I am fully confident in the fact that they'll just sit on their, sit on their ass and not do anything. I'm willing to bet that they won't do anything. Hey, they they didn't they didn't even get Ricky Rubio last year. Remember that? I didn't want Ricky. Don't get me started on Ricky. I didn't even want him. Anyways, uh, Denicia, my man, always, <laughs> always appreciate you coming on. Uh, Denicio shoots on Twitter and Instagram talking about the Knicks is how we should end it. I think we spoke more about the Knicks than the Blake Griffin trade, but it's whatever. But uh, well, Blake. Blake didn't deserve most of my time anyway. I mean, you yeah, know, yeah. He, he actually... He, I think Blake actually, is going to do very well in Detroit. Um, if he's healthy, which we all want, want him to remain healthy, I think it could be a big difference for Detroit and for the whole Eastern Conference. Looking forward to that. And uh, maybe LeBron will pick him next year on, on the All-Star roster. There you go. Oh, no, he'll definitely be an All-Star in the East. Oh, yeah. He'll definitely, he'll definitely, him? Oh. Now, look, LeBron, him, Giannis... Embiid, Porzingis, Kyrie, DeRozan. You know, it, okay, I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah, they'll be. They'll definitely be a. Uh, you know, they'll definitely be a. Uh, they'll be an all star. So I'm looking. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully we we we'll see what happens. But again, thank you for having me on. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I want to let you know 
clearly, I am an NBA uh, cr- critic. I love the NBA. Uh, I'm glad Randy asked me to, you know, gets me on these shows to talk about the NBA. If you disagree, if you agree, if you think my voice is annoying, <laughs> Nicio shoots. D N I C I O shoots. Let me know. Let's have a conversation about it. And uh, if, if, uh, you, if you think the Knicks should make a trade for someone like Kimba before the trade deadline or wait for wait for him to be a free agent, hit us up at Denicio Shoots on Twitter, Randy J. Cruz on Twitter. This is It's in the Game here on Cruise Control. Uh, follow the show on SoundCloud and iTunes, soundcloud.com slash cruise control podcast, and on iTunes as well. Download, rate, comment, uh, download, rate, comment, and subscribe. Just support the podcast. Thank you, Denisio, and we are out.